This is the Delivery Space Podcast. Whether you're interested in software delivery, business change or transformation, we've got some great content lined up for you. We launch into different areas of project delivery and bring you those insights and experiences that you don't get from a book. Welcome, it's Sharon and this is episode number two on the importance of learning. It is me today, unfortunately Nisha is off um, not very well, but she'll be back for the next recording. Good morning, Swetha. Good morning, Sharon. How are you doing? I'm really good. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Excellent. I'm going to give our listeners a bit of a rundown of your bio so they know a bit more about you, if that's okay. Yeah, of course. So today our guest is Swetha Kalayanapu and Swetha's on a journey from being a neuroscientist to being a data scientist. She's someone who believes that learning is a lifetime process. She says that in times of rapid change, the key to success is learning. Those who are most receptive to change, willing to come out of their comfort zones and able to learn the fastest are going to be the winners. She also adds that her willingness to learn something new, both professionally and personally, has helped boost her confidence and gain a competitive advantage. What an incredible journey that you're on, Swetha, (laughs) from neuroscientist to data scientist. Amazing. Thank you. I mean, I I can only just begin to imagine the amount of studying and learning that it takes to even venture into a career as a neuroscientist. Yes. Okay, so we're going to get straight into it with our first question. And that is, how did you first discover um, that you had a passion for learning? Because, you know, like we've explained, you've done an incredible amount of learning to educate yourself in the field of neuroscience and then go into being um, a data scientist. So when did it start? How did you discover it? So first of all, thank you for having me, uh, Sharon. I'm sorry Nisha isn't very well, but uh, I hope she feels better soon. Uh, It's my honor to be here today. Um, In terms of learning, I believe learning and memory go hand in hand. Learning is for example, acquisition of a new skill. Memory is reflection of that new skill, expression of that new skill or knowledge. Uh, My passion for learning has always been since my childhood and I give credit to my school that I went to, which is Navabharat Public School. And um, we were taught a lot of subjects like everybody, like science, social, mathematics, physics, whatever. But we were also taught a lot of co-curricular activities like games, sports, singing, crafting, poetry, like everything, every every possible activity. Although I am a very bad singer. <laughs> I can dance, but I am a very bad singer. Oh, me too. So, <laughs> so uh, there's in, I love that process, like every time learning something new and I enjoyed the process. Back then, I didn't probably probably know that I was learning something new and all, but it gives me excitement. Learning something new gives me excitement. And as I say, memory. I have to say, I have to thank God for a good memory I have. <laughs> Otherwise, it's impossible to express any learning you've done. 
so yeah i thank god for that and in a journey from a neuroscientist to a data scientist yes i had to do a lot of reading and studying and learning but i enjoyed the process that's amazing and um, you mentioned your um, school days there and that mm-hmm. you know it was fun and exciting do you remember what are some of the things that they did to make it fun and exciting i'm just curious to learn a bit more yeah absolutely so every for example every saturday we would have a day of curricular activities well we went to school on saturdays as well we don't have day offs on saturdays okay. so that was a day of co-curricular activities and we would have like competitions sports and we would be in groups like four different groups red blue green yellow yeah oh, i still remember my school days i i loved it so much and it's there's a competitive spirit at the same time there is this learning in in it and we we all are friends and we, ta- we used to take everything sportively mm. and we play games there's 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 points there's poetry like i didn't imagine that i would write a poem but i had to because it's a competition mm-hmm. and games and sports and dancing i used to learn um kuchpudi which is our classical dance in 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 our state so much fun and comes with a group and we had drawing lessons once in a week mm. it was so as i was saying i can do all of this now like i'm so glad i can yeah. i'm not just focused on learning math science you know i learned those but being an all-rounder is good like it's yeah. nice yeah so yeah i love my i love my school i give, i give credit to my school actually i'm proud <laughs> I think that's um brilliant and what I'm hearing you describe there is that they made it fun through games through introducing yeah. different things you did team activities and I think that's something quite important for us all to take away that there's there's different ways that we can make learning fun yeah you know Absolutely. it doesn't just have to be one way and it it's important to make it fun because as you described you then are able to look back onto yeah. that early learning with fond memories and now yeah. you you fully embrace it into your adult life. Yeah, I agree and I thank uh, my parents and family for sending me there. <laughs> amazing, sounds amazing. So now as we um touch upon your career and you mentioned that learning is a lifelong process. Mm-hmm. What kind of um impacts do you think learning has had in terms of your career development specifically? tremendous impact i have to say cuz it's always been learning has always been part of me i love learning but what to learn how to learn like who knows right when i did my phd when i was doing my phd i had to learn a lot of new skills a lot of new technologies a lot of new softwares that i have never used before a lot of different analytical softwares uh, like matlab r which i've never dealt with so because i love learning when you show your enthusiasm the others reflect upon it i believe in enthusiasm is contagious so i thank my professors uh, my professors who i worked with during my phd for 
sharing you know the information and putting me in right direction yeah and it has helped me to grow as a person professionally as well and for example there was one technique that i had to learn uh, during my phd which was which is which was called patch clamp technique it's the difficult it's it's one of the most difficult techniques <laughs> as as a neuroscientist i can say mm-hmm. it's, it's it's one of the difficult techniques and i went in 6 o'clock so i have more time i went in early i le- left late until i mastered the technique and i'm glad i did and i thank my professor gavin woodhall and ian stanford for standing beside me and helping me through the process and my co-phd students as well mm. colleagues as well mm-hmm. so but after that when i decided to move away from research and wanting into go into data sciences it's wide there is lot of information online there is huge there is there is it's it's ocean of information yeah mm-hmm. where do i start you know uh, but what i did was learn learn and learn i learn mm-hmm. to learn more mm-hmm. because only when i learn i can i feel the ability to learn more mm. i am a quick learner and that gave me confidence so when i'm attending interviews i the, like when i secured my job at st modwin it was unbelievable i just said like i'm willing to learn anything mm. i am a quick learner i would like to learn and i would like to make an impact in the company mm. so i say confidence is a byproduct of learning because i can because i'm confident that i can learn and i am a quick learner my confidence boosted up yeah and then it helped me in ex- excelling in my role and as you know i've been promoted to a, to be a senior bi analyst as well within few yeah. months yeah and in- i've learned thank you sharon <laughs> and i've learned immense amount in that few amounts and a uh, few sorry i've learned immense amount in that few months and and that's been recognized as well so i thank i thank my manager thomas bailey in that regard and yeah learning i learn to learn more and i think that's um you know amazing and like you said you got a quick promotion you, when people work with you and and see you that's one of the things that really shines and comes through about you is that you're very open and receptive to um learning and you fully embrace it oh. and one of the th- important things that you just mentioned there is the impact that learning has had on your confidence so you know you express that willingness to to learn you embrace it and the more you do it the more confident you become which is you know fantastic for other people to know that you don't have to know everything particularly in your circumstance you've had to learn so many new things in your role yes. but your confidence has increased over time yeah absolutely agree sharon and thank you brilliant So the other thing that we want to touch upon uh, discussing is what are the different types of learning styles because we know it's so varied so vast mm-hmm. there's no one style you know there's a mixture of things so what are some of the different learning styles and which ones do you like to use So I know there's plenty of learning styles but I am a old school person I would like to listen to a teacher 
mm-hmm. and take it all in mm-hmm. that's that's my favorite till date yes. that's my favorite i remember school days or college days i would <coughs> sorry excuse me i would if i had paid attention in the class <laughs> then there wouldn't be any need for me to go back and read so many books i would read books i love reading books but my primary reception like i can take a lot in listening to my teacher mm. i'm a good listener so but obviously things change from school days to college days there's limited teaching and you have to do your own learning and researching having done a phd i can say i can research any possible thing <laughs> on google it's yeah. amazing and usually i like something visual so well i'm a visualization expert i'm a power bi report creator so you know i am a good storyteller and creator of that story as well so yes. so i like something visual i i like reading and writing notes when i make notes i don't write a lot just bullet points 1 2 3 4 and when i trying when i'm trying to learn something new i always have like boxes of things in different colors and mm-hmm. and and like a flow chart kind of thing mm-hmm. that kind of gives me helps me with my memory as i was saying learning mm-hmm. and memory go hand in hand mm-hmm. because i have these pictorial representation of things mm-hmm. i remember them well so visual is my first favorite learning yeah i watch a lot of youtube videos someone mm. talking through something i do read articles and and jot down points only mm. bullet points but there is something that i cannot do though mm. audio mm. audio learning i cannot just listen to something and take it all in i find uh. it i don't know why but i find it very difficult mm-hmm. it's strange mm-hmm. but if i have like somebody speaking to me or even you know youtube video i'm fine with it yeah but if i'm just listening to the audio i find it difficult either i have to see the transcript or either i have to see the person in yeah. in 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 the screen yeah so as that's a bit strange but yeah <laughs> but i guess that's the beauty of it isn't it is that there's so many different learning think- tools and techniques you know like you've mentioned audio um some people are more uh, tactile um there's so many different ways in which to learn and consume information and i think it's really important that people kind of understand what their best learning style or it could be a combination styles are because yeah. i remember going back to school days sometimes children might really struggle to take in information using one method but then yeah. as you described maybe they are more pictorial and mm-hmm. understand learning through pictures and imagery so mm-hmm. yeah i think it's a, a great point that you've made because once you understand what your learning styles are you embrace it and you enjoy yeah. it so much more absolutely yeah you have to s- select what suits you and as you said one shoe doesn't fit everybody one size isn't right for everybody so it's different for each individual and knowing that can be a good first step absolutely and it's also interesting that you touched on um memory and memory and learning going hand in hand it makes me think back to my uh, degree days 
And yeah. one of the things that they taught us was the use of mind maps, um, use mm -hmm. of colours in our notes. Yeah. And again, mm -hmm. as you've mentioned, using pictures. Yeah. So I'm not too sure what exactly it is, but somehow for me anyway, seeing those pictures and colours triggers um, triggers the memory and I seem to yeah. remember much more. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Brilliant. So continuous learning then. You've mentioned that you are a lifelong uh, learner. You fully embrace it. It's not something that just stops at a certain point. So what tools uh, do you use or recommend that people can um, go to to facilitate continuous learning? So in terms of tools, like as I was saying, the biggest asset, biggest tool I have is memory for mm -hmm. my learning. And, and I thank God for the good memory I have. In terms of tools, I do not use any tools except oh. sticky notes. Sticky notes. So that's that's the and and I have a notepad. Like my like the very useful tools for me are sticky notes and a notepad. Yeah. Sticky notes is I I make some plans and I stick on and then I review them every month or every couple of months and I change and it gives me immense satisfaction. Mm. And on a daily basis, I have a notepad. I make a to do list. Ticking the to-do list is very satisfying <laughs> at the end good, of right? the end of the week. It does feel good. So I do not use any tools as such, uh, Sharon. I just, I just have, I have near goals. For example, I think, okay, I can do this certification in this two months, or I can do this even in my personal life and professional life. I have mm. these things and I make on the sticky notes and stick to my board. That's mm. about it. Brilliant. And do you also use um, the virtual sticky notes? Because I know, no, you, you prefer the no. physical. Yes. <laughs> I, I, as I was saying, I like the old school way of writing and sticking it to my wall. And yeah, yeah I, have, I, have, I, have, I have used uh, virtual sticky notes when we were doing retros and all, uh, but, yes. but not really for my, for my yeah. learning stuff, yeah. no. Fantastic. So that's another um, another way that people can learn. And that, again, when I'm preparing for exams, that's something that I do um, as well. I think it's the, the colours that really help me um, learn as well. And just um, having that physical representation of things is just another way for the information to sink in and, like you said, to trigger the memory. Mm -hmm. I agree. So... Networking is another um, important side of learning, isn't it? And I know for me, meeting and speaking to different people like yourself and all the podcast guests really is another major avenue in which I can learn. I'd love to know more about what role networking plays in your learning, if you can share. Yeah, sure. You're doing an amazing job, uh, by the way. Thank you. It's, it's motivating. You both are amazing. Thank you. Yes, uh networking is something i have underestimated sharon i have to say i never thought that networking could take you to places land you in a job never because i was i was at aston university like for so many years i did my masters there and I did my phd there okay yes we networked with people other labs and you know throughout the organization different departments yes that's about it but when i have to transition 
I was not looking into this stream at all. Like network could help me. Mm. One day I suddenly like I was down. My confidence was really low because I'm transitioning from a neuroscientist to become a data scientist. Mm. I don't know where to go, where to start, how to do it. I had no clue. I had nobody that in my friend circle as well that is in this field. I simply uh, joined a group on Facebook, data science learning group. I thought, okay, I could get some help there. And I still remember January 31st on tw- in 2019, I just put a post saying, hey guys, I'm interested in learning. I love learning. I'm a very enthusiastic person. I am coming from this background. I have some knowledge in stats and, you know, I've been doing the research, but I would like to move into data sciences. Would it would, would anybody here be able to help me, you know, point me in the right direction? Is there a course that I can take? I'm really enthusiastic and passionate about learning. And this one person called Sammy, he instantly replied to my uh, post and he we arranged a call and he's a Moroccan and he lives he lived in France he lived in UK he's back in UK now so we arranged a call randomly and he said oh i love the enthusiasm you have and i'm i'm happy to help wow i was not expecting that i was shocked and he mentored me through mm. having a mentor is such a great thing and he helped me through the through the process but then I realized coming from a neuroscientist background and jumping onto a data scientist could be a task. So I then researched more into it. And then as I started learning, I understood the bridge between these. So I thought, okay, let me choose as a stepping stone for my eventual goal. And then I applied for like BI analyst roles. Then the next step. So I thought it's not just a leap. It is a step process and I have to follow one step at a time. Yeah. So, yeah, networking. And then and then people keep saying, oh, why don't you um, apply jobs or why don't you create a LinkedIn account? I never had LinkedIn account, Sharon, mm-hmm. before I joined St. Modwin. Mm-hmm. Two months into, join, uh, into opening, into creating a LinkedIn account, I've, I've been getting a lot of agents and consultants ring me and mm-hmm. saying, oh, we have a job opportunity. Would you like to be interviewed? Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize that this is how it's work. It works. Mm. And yeah, that's how I landed um, working for St. Modwin as well, actually. So Amazing. networking, what role networking plays? Amazing. Uh, like tremendous role. It's significant. It lands you jobs and it helps in learning. So now I am learning in LinkedIn as well. And there's lots of courses that people offer. And there is a lot I learned from several pages that I follow on LinkedIn, data sciences and Power BI and also delivery space. Uh, You know, it has given me insights into what's PMO. I have no idea what's like. We've been working with you from from over a year, but the exact gist of it and what stakeholder management and the way you and Nisha put up things, easy to understand. Mm. Great job. Thank oh, you. Thank you. And I think it's um, amazing that you've basically mentioned you kind of embraced some of the social media networking platforms. So you got yourself onto LinkedIn, you joined groups on Facebook. And by you um, having the confidence to take that small step, 
you've landed yourself a job you've got yourself a mentor you've Mm -hmm. rapidly increased your learning and put yourself out there and look at the rewards that it's brought you so I think you know from my perspective as well it's so important to network and speak to different people because that's how you start to get innovative ideas you yeah. share experience you you see things from a different perspective so yeah. I you know I can't uh, emphasize it enough and your your results speak volumes yeah I agree Sharon and I also have to mention how great the team has been and uh, when I've been interviewed as well I knew that I have great opportunity for learning and I thank Pete Brown and Thomas and the energy that Pete shares and that's, as I say, enthusiasm is contagious and yes. the confidence that I've built up and what a great team it has been and yeah. has been such a lovely year, hasn't it? Last year when we were all working together, it was amazing. It really has, really yes. has. And like you yeah. said, um, the energy and motivation for learning and embracing it, it is contagious, isn't it? And once yeah. one person embraces it, then it just spreads mm-hmm. throughout the whole team. So I think it's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> exactly. And also, um, not just landing a job, landing a job in lockdown. Yes. Yeah. Where would have been if there was no computers and networking and all this kind of technologies, right? It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. You know, it's no easy task to... No find a job during that difficult point of lockdown so again it just speaks volumes to the power of networking so for our listeners that are new to it you can follow Swetha's example and just take that first step which might be just to getting yourself on LinkedIn or maybe using other social media platforms join groups because you never know who you might meet and it's a wonderful way for also you to share your experience with others who want to know more about what you do. Swetha how do you fit in time for the continuous learning? So this is the other aspect now because you're a busy person you know you've got your job you do a lot in the church you exercise loads so how do you find time for the lifelong learning? So learning comes with discipline. I am a very organized person. Well, at least I try to be. <laughs> <laughs> Most times I try to be very organized. I have a plan and I follow it. I don't like I spend time planning. Then the life gets easier. As you were mentioning, as you've just mentioned, that I do learn outside my professional life as well. I'm always learning something because I love it. I'm I learned driving only only recently, like a few years ago. I learned swimming. Mm. I never could swim before. And then when that's finished, I'm like, okay, what is next then? I'm into nutrition and fitness. I'm a certified nutrition and fitness expert consultant. Because I did courses, oh. I've passed, um, you know, INFS. This is like an Indian accredited company, so INFS um, nutrition and fitness course, expert both uh, basic level and expert level. Wow. So, and I have these simple goals, like okay, I want to get that certificate, I want to do this certification, I want to finish that course. Yeah. And my sticky notes, I 
and it gives me immense pleasure <laughs> chucking them off and putting a new one yeah and i like exploring various things i learned cooking i like i learned baking only recently few years ago i started le- baking and i'm always intrigued to do a different one every time i bake something decorate in a different style using buttercream whipped cream there's lots of variety and cooking i love cooking i love cooking it's, i'm very passionate about mm-hmm. food and all so food fitness fun photos yeah travel and it's all learning process so i don't think i don't seem i don't deem le- learning as a separate thing mm-hmm. it it is it is part of life and it comes with it should come naturally it's if i mean i'm not saying everybody learns the same ways but it there are some things that people are interested in and people are not interested in so i have bedtime reading i look at like databricks videos python videos <laughs> when i am nearly going to the bed or like you know when i have some free time and all and yeah it just like i just fit in things because i love doing them and i have to be so organized to be able to achieve them hmm. so that's i'm i'm always learning something and because i'm learning i'm learning more so i learn to learn more yeah and i think that's um wonderful so you've described that you are quite organized you kind of set yourself specific goals and things that you want to learn and also you don't differentiate between work and personal you're learning in both environments and it sounds like um because they're things that you're quite passionate about it keeps that fun it keeps it energetic and yeah. the more you learn the more you want to learn more <laughs> yeah exactly yeah exactly absolutely fantastic as with i think you're um amazing you're such an amazing example of you know somebody who's moved country so you're not you know born in the uk you've done many things throughout your career going from neuroscientist on a journey to data scientist i've just found out today that you've also got expertise in in nutrition and fitness so you definitely show that people don't need to be stuck in a box and that if you want to do something reach out there and have the confidence to just give it a go and take that step and just as you have done what amazing benefits it has brought to you so i just want to say thank you so much for taking that step and sharing your journey with us thank you very much sharon so it's, it's my pleasure the... it's my oh thank you so we're at that points where we ask our guests for a key takeaway so from the discussion that we've had here today what would be your key takeaway learning is simple don't make it complicated learn to learn more learn what interests you doesn't have to be sql python you know all the technical stuff it doesn't have to be fitness nutrition it could just be cooking something nice that gives you the ability to learn more that that feeds your brain and that keeps your brain engaged and active all the time amazing and i think um, my key takeaway uh, from you is keeping it fun and you mentioned that you don't have distinctions between you know work and personal 
you're learning in both of those environments and you find things that are fun which keeps it energetic keeps you motivated and it's very much a lifelong process and we also discussed finding the learning styles that work best for you so some people might prefer you know written methods some people are more visual some are audible so it's finding what works best for you and embracing it absolutely thank you again Swetha so much for coming on today which platforms can people find you on if they would like to connect with you Uh, they can find me on LinkedIn Instagram perfect so if you want to connect with Swetha go to LinkedIn and Instagram Thank you so much to everybody for watching and listening. Look out for our next video and as always, please like, follow and subscribe. Thank you. Thank you, Sharon. It's my great honor and pleasure to be here today. Thanks, Swetha.